Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Indie 11 podcast hosted by myself, Brendan Griffiths. This is the podcast where we bring on people from all walks of the footballing world to show you what it truly takes to be Indie 11. Today is episode 50. Wow, which is still crazy for me to even say out loud that there's been 50 episodes of this little podcast. It's truly humbling. It's truly an amazing experience and an amazing accomplishment thus far to have recorded and produced 50 of these episodes of the Indie 11 podcast. I know probably for about the past 10 or 11 episodes, we haven't had, you know, this sort of format with just me on the microphone, but I know that's kind of how this podcast originated with me discussing, you know, my pursuits of playing overseas and kind of sharing my story. And I want, I felt like for this episode, episode 50, with it being kind of such a big and monumental moment that it was kind of fitting to go back to my roots and share a little bit about what this podcast has done, what it's all about for any one of you who are new and maybe have listened to some of the interviews and want to get a little bit more context, this might be the the perfect spot for you. So I started the podcast in 2020 and I pretty much just been thinking probably a week or two previous that I was going to Germany to play for a club in Bremen and I had signed a contract there after the fall and winter of 2019 where I had performed pretty well with my club in Darmstadt, Germany. So that was right when the pandemic hit and then I wasn't able to go to Germany, determined that wasn't really the best move to do right then. And lo and behold, that was the correct decision. And then it was something I always wanted to start to kind of wanted to do. So I started a podcast and I thought I'll talk about my career so far, my journey, share other people's stories as well, and just provide a platform, provide a community for people who are interested in what it takes to be a professional footballer and maybe provide them a different path or a different blueprint of how to do it besides just those big name professionals that you see on your TV week in and week out and and maybe what it's like for a lower league football to really chase this dream and to do it. I recorded an episode and posted it and quickly after, you know, that first initial wave of all these people are like, oh, go check this out. It's so awesome. My friend is doing this or, you know, my teammate is doing this podcast. Go listen to him. I quickly realized, okay, as soon as that first one goes out, you know, it's when's the next, you know, when's the next one coming out. And for those of you who also produce content or make podcasts or something of this nature, you know that all too well of once one episode's out then it's okay if you want to be consistent when's the next one going to get recorded what's it going to be about when's the deadline all all those types of things so you know I started it and just thought oh this is cool and didn't really know what I was getting myself into you know I didn't understand the magnitude of something like this and looking back yeah I probably would have maybe pre-recorded a few episodes but Hey, this is, you know, all part about what this podcast is about. And I would treat the making of this podcast no differently, that it's been a learning experience from the start. So as I said, we started in 2020 
And in the past two years, this is now our 50th episode. So we're probably just on pace for, you know, an episode every two weeks or so. Obviously, we've taken some breaks here and there. And we've had some times we've been able to produce an episode each week. But it's been amazing. I was just thinking about it as I was setting up to record this. Like the, I, I don't know how this episode's going to go. And, you know, I have a, a good amount to talk about here. But my life, the world has changed so much in the two years that I've, done this podcast since I started it, you know, I, I produced my first episode when no one really knew what the pandemic was. It just started and everyone thought, okay, we'll stay in our house for a couple of weeks and then we'll be able to go back to life as normal. And lo and behold, here we are recording this in 2022 and COVID-19 is still very much a relevant figure in popular culture and in society, you know, it, it's, we've been un, unable to escape it yet. In addition to that, on a personal level, I've, when I decided I wasn't going to Germany, I lived in the United States. I lived at home for the longest time that I probably ever had since before leaving college. And then I was in Denmark for a while, you know, pursuing a professional contract in the midst of a, of a pandemic where it was really kind of at its height a little bit. And now I'm back again, back at home. And like I said, a lot, a lot has changed over the past two years and it's been an eye-opening experience to kind of also have this podcast coexist with my own journey and to be able to share a little bit of that with you and to have people out there actually resonate with it is, is a, a humbling experience, as I said at the top, but you know, since we've started, we have, we've had 27 total guests on the show. We've had professional players, coaches, directors, all sorts of people from the footballing world. And even some people that, you know, maybe weren't in directly involved, involved in the footballing world, but can, can offer some value to anyone else that's listening. Just in 2021 alone, we released and produced 25 episodes and they were listened to just in 2021 in 42 different countries around the world, which is even to hear that come out of my mouth now is, is jaw dropping because I assumed when I released it, you know, I had some, some friends in Philadelphia. I had some friends in New York. I, you know, I knew some other people from who I'd played with maybe in some different countries, you know, maybe I get a handful in, in England or a handful in Brazil or something of, of ex teammates. But to think that people in 42 different countries have listened to the show is, is amazing. And in addition to that, we released over 1500 minutes of audio for you guys all to listen to 66 of the people out there who are listening right now or listened in 2021 listen to this podcast more than any other podcast and a lot of this information is due to those of you listen on spotify so who knows that number could even be quite different for those of you who also listen on other platforms as well or watch the show as well that's that was a, a big number for me to know that you know, of, there's so many podcasts out there. There's so many ways that people can consume media via video, music, podcasting, interviews, to know that nearly 70 people out there are clicking on my 
episodes more than any other podcast out there. Again, humbled is, is really the only word that I can come up with and appreciative is probably the next best one. And, and, you know, a lot of this was shown to me by those of you who sent me your, your Spotify wrapped pages at the end of the year with, with my podcasts near the top or at the top and, and the screenshots and the messages that I got was a truly awesome experience for me to have as, as somebody who puts a lot of work into this. And like, I, I think I said in an Instagram post near the end of the year, I, I sometimes feel as if I'm not really doing anything, you know, I works, I work hard on this and I want it to be great. And I want to produce a lot for you guys, but you know, I, I take time off or when there hasn't been an episode in a while, or it hasn't, the episodes haven't done as well as I want them to. It, it's, I get in my own head about it. And I'm like, oh, I haven't, I haven't done enough. I haven't produced enough for those that have been with me since the beginning and listened to this and seeing some of those numbers at the end of the year, it, it helped put things in perspective for me and helped me realize that what I am doing is reaching people and, and I, I can just try to continue along that path and try and continue to provide something that people want to listen to. The, the podcast has, has grown, it's evolved, it's morphed into something that, you know, I'm not really sure I ever knew what it was going to be. Like I said, I started with a microphone and no clue how to really make a podcast or, or grow a podcast. And here we are 50 episodes later with all those numbers that I just mentioned previous with the opportunity to speak to amazing people speak to professionals, players who have had experiences that some of us couldn't dream of, or I haven't dreamed of, and to hear their stories and also to give them a platform to share their stories is, you know, I didn't foresee that this podcast was going to become this. I, I didn't know what it was going to be to, to have the opportunity to work with brands like Mystery Sport to try and provide cool soccer jerseys to all of you guys as well to have the, the channel, just, you know, the YouTube channel, the Spotify, Apple channel grow, have people rate and review it. It's something that you hope for, but you never really know when you start something like this, if, if that's going to come to fruition. And it has, I think, like I said a little bit ago, it's, it's been unique to have this podcast, especially over this past two years, because personally, it's been a time of a lot of growth, a lot of change for myself and to have this podcast as well growing and changing alongside me has, has kind of been a unique juxtaposition of those two stories. It the podcast has produced some of the most inspirational moments that I can remember having to share with you what it was like when I first landed in Denmark and, and tell you that story and to hear other footballers who have been through similar things to me or even more difficult hardships than me and to hear how they did it and, and kept pursuing and pushing on was an amazing thing to me. You know, players like Aramis come to mind battling cancer, players like Chase come to mind who had an injury that Doctors had said they rarely had ever seen. He had to almost teach himself how to walk again. 
so many players, you know, players like Jacob Bushway, who was desperately wanting a contract while waiting in his basement, you know, and not playing for a team and thought, is it time to give it up? And, and now is a captain of a, of a huge club in Finland and Sito and so many friends that I've had on the podcast as well, that I've got to share their experience with you all. And, and I know them on a personal level, you know, Eric Espinoza, Austin, Hudlow, Lucas Sarno, Anthony Lopez, and, and more that I'm, I'm probably forgetting to have my mom on as well, to give you a perspective of what maybe I was like, besides just the player, besides just that hyper-motivated guy that you saw coming on the podcast, telling you how to be a professional. Again, I sometimes have at a loss for words when I'm, when I'm doing this episode, because just even reliving it all, it's, it's amazing. It, it really is amazing. It's, again, it, it's been, you know, such an inspiration for me to share the stories, but also to hear those of you out there who listen that react to it. You know, I've had players that have reached out to me and, and thanked me for sharing and asked me questions and asked me for advice. And, and that was <laughs> amazing again for me to have that, you know, I was, I started with just the idea of trying to share a story and I didn't, I didn't realize that it could maybe be that much of a help that people would seek out advice from me, you know, cause I was a player who didn't really have a lot of people to turn to or, or have a lot of people to ask how to do this. I just kind of had to go and do it and figure it out. And I'm still doing that. You know, I'm still, I'm learning from the players that I interview, you know, how, how did you find a club? How did you stay strong? How did you do a number of things to maintain yourself at a high professional level? And, for me to be able to pass along some of my wisdom to a younger player was a unique experience that I definitely don't take for granted. And I'm grateful that those of you who've reached out, trust me and anyone who listens, you're, you're more than welcome to, to shoot me a message about a question that you might have. Let's take a break to talk about support for the In the 11 podcast is brought to you by Manscaped who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code 11 at manscaped.com. Now, if my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Now, listen, here's the deal, gentlemen. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived. And it is a game changer. Now, I know we got a lot of ballers out here, right? We got a lot of coaches out here. A lot of you, I know in your sessions, in your games, you're constantly saying, you got to take care of the ball, but you're not taking care of your own. It's crazy. It's it's wild. And we got to change that here. And Manscaped's going to help you do that. So first off, we've got the Lawnmower 4.0, and it is the future of men's below the waist grooming. And that is because of their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof. It has a 400K LED spotlight, so no more going blind in the bathroom, getting hair all over the floor, right? Pop in the shower, you've got the light as well, easy, and you're done. On to the next one. Now, same goes for that weed whacker, the Manscaped weed whacker for your ear and nose hair trimming necessities. You've got the proprietary skin safe technology, which is going to help reduce with nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate, sensitive 
areas. Now, last but not least, we can't forget about the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. A lot of you guys, I know you've got a routine with your recovery, right? You've got pregame rituals, you've got postgame rituals, a recovery routine that you do after, right? Hop in an ice bath, whatever it is, you have to add your below the waist care to that. You've got to take care of your balls, gentlemen. You don't want to be playing 90 minutes and then you come in and you're sweaty and disgusting and you're not taking care of yourself. You got, you got to do it. And Manscaped, like I said, is here to help you in that department. And who knows, maybe that special someone that's in your life coming to the game, watching you play, you know, you play a good 90 minutes, maybe you bag a goal. I don't know. You want to be ready. You want to be prepared. You don't want to be in a situation where you are left without Manscaped. Now, just because Manscaped is hooking you up and they want to take care of you, the Performance Package 4.0 has a couple of goodies thrown in there. They've got the Manscaped boxer briefs and they threw in a little carry-on bag just to travel with all of your Manscaped products, whether you're going for an away game, right? It's a road trip, you're in a plane, whatever. Chuck all your Manscaped products in there. You don't have to think about it. You can forget about it and make sure that you're still taken care of. So it is time, gentlemen, because your balls will thank you. It is time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off with free shipping using the code 11. That's 20% off with free shipping using the code 11, E-L-E-V-E-N at manscaped.com. That is 20 whole percent off of your order. 20% off your order with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code 11, unlock your confidence, and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. The the podcast has kind of been my therapy, I think, at times. I look back at Denmark and I think had I not had it, had I not had this outlet to be able to kind of talk about what was going on and, and, and sharing with you the highs and the lows of, of being overseas and, and being a, a quote unquote pro. I don't know if I would have lasted as long as I did with the circumstances that I was in. It It's also been a daunting and fearful thing for me at times to have this podcast and it's, and I don't want to cast a negative light on it or say that it's, it's any of your fault at all as a listener, but I, I often felt like when I wasn't posting or when I wasn't you know, when I, when I chose to leave Denmark, like that was big for me because I felt like I had the support of my friends and my family, but I hadn't shared it with you guys. And, and I had made myself out to be this guy that was going to do whatever it took to just become a professional and was showing you how to do it and was showing you this story. And I just, I, I didn't know how that was going to go over. I thought many would say that I'm just quitting and I'm giving up and that I was going to let a lot of people down by doing that. And so in some ways I kind of hid from this podcast a little bit, you know, that's why when I posted the episode about when I left Denmark, I didn't post for a while and I kind of stayed away from it because I was scared. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. And looking back on it, I had, that was one of the 
one of the most inspiring moments of this podcast was after posting that episode and seeing how many people that I thought would, would question it, just reach out to me and say, Hey, like, I don't know what you're going through, but I can understand. I can sympathize with you and I can support your decision. And, and, and no one was angry or upset with me, or at least that, that showed it. So it hasn't always been, you know, from start to finish where I've, I've loved every second of the podcast. Like I said, it was, it's been daunting for me at times. I've, I've been almost afraid of it. I'm om- I've almost been afraid of the audience that I've now created because I branded myself as this guy who was, as my, my former coach said to me, he, uh, he, he said, you know, you, you kind of portrayed yourself as this grind mode guy and that's all you were. And that's not who I am. It certainly can be an element of who I am that I, I, know how to work hard and I know how to grind and sacrifice for things that I want, but it's not, it's not the whole picture. It's not everything about me. And to change that brand and change that persona kind of on a dime was, was necessary, but it was, it was a big risk. You know, I didn't, I didn't know how it would be perceived. And here we are still people are listening. So people are enjoying it. So I guess it paid off. You know, I haven't, I haven't really, like I said, the past 10 plus episodes, it's been a lot about sharing other people's stories and I haven't really shared what's going on with me or, or my story and my journey. And that's kind of deliberate just because I've needed time. I, I knew if I was going to come back to the podcast in this way at all, that it wouldn't be the same as before. You know, it wouldn't be that grind mode guy that's just going to show you that it, it, it just, you, you pedal to the metal and you push on even in the face of pain or, or, or when things don't feel right. Me taking the time away has, I've learned a lot about myself. I've pushed myself to be uncomfortable and to grow. I've learned that I love the game of football a lot. I've loved it so much that I've hated how much I've loved it. I've loved it to the point where I actually thought that I hated it because it didn't, wasn't looking the way that I thought it was supposed to, or that I, that I wanted it to. And, you know, I've loved it to the point where I hated it because I thought, well, there's, there's such a strong emotion that I feel for this sport right now. And love and hate are the two the two strongest emotions I can think of. So it has to be one or the other, but through a lot of self-reflection, a lot of sitting in uncomfortable places in, in my mind and trying to, again, push myself out of my comfort zone. And, and as, as a conversation I had with my cousin recently sticks in my mind, more and more each day is that the way the way is through not out or around the the difficult times that you're faced with the answer is not always to run away or to try and escape it's oftentimes to to sit in the uncomfortableness to sit in the scary and 
try and make sense of the mess and and see if you can find a way to navigate through rather than than run away and that's what i've tried to do so through that self-reflection through conversations with the people very close to me you know perhaps even those who get a cheeky insurance copay every now and then i've learned that i am a I'm a person that's completely separate from the game of football. I heard Eric Dyer say something on a podcast recently that that line often gets blurred between the footballer and the person. And you think that it's just one thing, but it's, it's, it's two distinct things. You know, I'm a person that can love football, that can play football, but I don't have to be, a footballer. I don't have to determine who I am or how good I am through what I do on a football pitch. And I think me trying to process and analyze the experience that I had in Denmark has led me to that realization and, and to that, that fact being true for myself, because if I hadn't taken this time away, if I hadn't taken this time for myself to try and grow, I don't know if I would have reached it, or I don't know if I would have reached it in a healthy way. And I might've come crashing and burning down someday down the road. I learned that Denmark wasn't all my fault and it wasn't that I should blame myself and blame football because I wasn't strong enough to cope. And, and I learned that I didn't need to leave because that of the fact that maybe I didn't love football anymore. I learned that with this space that has given me the clarity to see that maybe moving to a foreign country where I knew no one and was isolated from my support system in the absolute height just about of a global pandemic was not something that was my fault or football's fault. And there's really just no one to blame at all. That it's it's no one's fault. I don't need to point the blame at someone. There there isn't a culprit that I need to identify for this. And I think that's what I was constantly seeking while I was over there. It was like, well, and basically what I landed on was it was one of two things. It was either mentally I just wasn't tough enough to to hack it to cope with the adversity that was faced in front of me, or I didn't love football anymore. And those are the only two options. It's taken me taking the past couple of months, ever really since I ended the season this summer without training to really learn all of this. I've taken time away from the game. You know, I mean, not entirely away from the game. I, I was basically still a full-time coach this fall and was still playing in a, in a Monday night co-ed league for fun. But for any of those out there who know me or know what it takes to, to really play football at a high level, you can understand what I'm saying when I've taken time away from training, right? There's, there's working out, right? There's working out, there's training, but then there's training. And I've taken time away from training, which has been hard because all my life for 20 plus years, Football has been the thing that I will then pour myself back into. I take a few weeks off, maybe in an off season, and then 
I go as hard as I can back into it because it's the thing that allows me to run from fears, stresses, anxieties that I have. If I can pour myself into, I want to become a professional footballer, or I want to go and train day in and day out nonstop, then I can run. I don't have to, I don't have to sit in my house or go for walks and just think. But with time, I've been able to do those things more. And I haven't needed football in the way that I've needed it before, which I think is an important thing, at least for me to develop is football can't, it can't be my crutch. It can't be my need. It can't be my drug because I, I develop an unhealthy relationship with it. I need for it to be that I do it because I love it. Because at the end of the day, that's what I thought I was doing in the beginning to start to pursue it at a professional level. I thought I love football more than anything. So what could be better than getting paid to play football? And what I realized is eventually it got to the point where I needed it. I felt like I wasn't me if I didn't have it. I felt like I couldn't didn't have the same worth, didn't have the same sense of peace, didn't have a lot if I didn't have football. And so the space, the space away, the time I've given myself, the space, it's shown me a lot of those things. And it's allowed me the opportunity to figure out who I really am, who I want to be, and how football ties into that. I very well may try and play football at the highest level I can again. I may coach football. I may become a college coach, an academy coach, a private trainer, a professional coach. I may open a restaurant. I may, might move to Hawaii and learn how to surf and move my family out there with me and we'll start a farm with kiwis and strawberries and I don't know. I, I may do none of those things at all and I may do something that I just learn about tomorrow or in a week from now, an opportunity that presents itself to me. I'm going to do what brings me peace each day. And each day I try and get closer and closer to accepting that and understanding that it can look a number of different ways. It could very well look like I could do two or three things at once. It doesn't have to be just one thing. It doesn't have to just be, I am only pursuing this one thing. I can pursue a number of different interests. And maybe that's really what is the, the way for me to go with this. Maybe that's really more true to who I am. I do, I did grow to miss football the more time that I took away from it. 
I enjoy it. I have fun with it. And take it for what it is as of recording this this week. I put together a group of guys that I played with over the summer and I started training again, training, training again. And it doesn't mean anything or it could mean something. I don't, I don't know, but I know that I went, woke up in the morning, went, played some football with some guys and I felt good. And that's about where I'm going to leave that for right now. In 2021, or New Year's Eve of 2020, I wrote down one thing on a piece of paper. And I said, 2021, my one goal was I'm going to become a professional footballer. And the first two months in 2021, everything was tracking to become that. And I, I felt so good. I felt so happy and I felt so like in my bones, I just knew it was going to happen. Which made it all the more difficult when I went to Denmark and it felt like kind of my whole world had like collapsed around me and came crashing down. I didn't know what to do or who I was or where to turn or I didn't have any answers to any questions. And I came home. And I thought, okay, I'm home now. I'm safe. I'll be all right. And I, I probably wasn't for a long time. And I still don't know if I totally am. I came home and then I, I was in another team again. I threw myself back into playing. And it's just almost even more of a buffer, right? to let me really deal with what just happened in Denmark after this season. I'll still play football. So I did. And played football, and then I went on vacation at the end of the week or at the end of the season. I went on vacation, moved my sister into her apartment in Charlotte, and I came home. And the next day, everything hit me like a ton of bricks. Probably one of the hardest days that I can remember in recent history. So from that day forward, I don't know if I know the exact day. I think it's probably like August 4th. From that day forward has been a process to try and grow that has often looked very ugly, has looked very unlinear, 
It's not been pretty at times. But I've done a lot of growth and I've learned a lot. And I wanted to come on here and share all this with you because I think I've said it a lot that I, I want to try and, and maybe also use this podcast as a platform to be able to shed some light on mental health in the professional sports world, the professional soccer world. And I think that that, that realm of the sport has grown a lot, but I still think until, you, until more and more people have honest conversations like this, where they can look into the camera and be like, yeah, it wasn't good. everything it's often still sugar-coated and, and even my conversation with you today it's it's still sugar-coated to an extent but the more comfortable that people can get with speaking openly on on times when they're struggling it, it makes it what i hope that much easier for somebody out there who's listening that feels something at all similar to this it makes it that much easier for them to go through it and to know that they're not alone. The main priority of why I wanted to come on and, and do this 50th special episode is because I owe all of you who are listening and watching an immense amount of gratitude. I owe you a lot of the success of this podcast, a lot of the growth of this podcast and the growth of myself along with it. You guys have been along for the journey of the past two years for a lot of what I've gone through and a lot of where I've been at. And that's a humbling experience that people out there listen to that. So I would urge you and encourage you to continue to stay tuned to the episodes upcoming. I've got some great player interviews that are loaded in the docket, ready to come out for you all to experience their stories and their journeys. I've got exciting ideas for what's to come in this new year. I hope to see the community grow more and more with each episode that we put out with each day. And I'm excited to see what I might do. I know regardless of what happens, whether I go play football somewhere else, whether I play some more football around here, whether I do something completely different, I know that this podcast is going to factor into that plan for me. So 50 episodes down and here's to 50 more. Thank you so much for being along for the ride, along for the journey. I would urge you to follow along on, on any platform that you're listening to. We're available pretty much everywhere. You can watch the episodes on YouTube. You can check us out on, on Instagram and on TikTok as well if you want a little bit smaller bite-sized content. But that's all I really got for you guys today. Again, I can't thank you enough. I'm humbled. I'm grateful. I'm inspired by all of you out there who click on my little In the 11 podcast button every so often. So please keep doing that. Please keep sharing it with your friends and I'll talk to all you guys soon. Peace.